Hello, welcome to Love Alexi. My name is Alexi Wasser. I'm your host, and this is my podcast. And my guest today is actress, comedian, singer, songwriter, and artist Kate Micucci. So you know Kate from a million different things. She's one half of the musical comedy duo Garfunkel and Oates. She's been on a million different TV shows. They had a TV show on IFC, as well as a special that's now available on Netflix. You've seen Kate in Don't Think Twice, Joe Swanberg's anthology series called Easy, where she's having a threesome with Malin Ackerman and Orlando Bloom. You've heard her voice on Steven Universe and Scooby-Doo. The list is too long for me to keep going. Um, so Kate and I, I know, I've known her for years. We go on a tangential journey where we talk about a million different things on this episode today. Uh, we talk about new relationships, Raya, dating, adjusting to healthy balance, uh, egg freezing, my sex life. We talk about how Garfunkel and Oates came to be, how we met, listening to your intuition, our mutual friend, Ileana Douglas, and how much we love her. We talk about a hot box pot contact high disaster story, psychedelics, sex, bloody teeth disasters, a doll's house, one, a doll's house, two, Uncle Kent and Uncle Kent, two, the importance of microwaves, and most important, we talk about Kate Micucci's new movie, it's called The Little Hours. It's a comedy. It's directed by Jeff Baina. Uh, this is where Kate stars as uh, as a nun. She plays a nun alongside an amazing cast that includes John C. Riley, Aubrey Plaza, Allison Brie, Dave Franco, Molly Shannon, Jemima Kirk, Paul Reiser, and more. Isn't that enough, you monsters? Um, but yeah, let me just tell you. The Little Hours is in theaters now in Los Angeles and New York, and then it's going to have a nationwide release uh throughout july so definitely check that out kate is going to be playing a show at the troubadour with rhett miller from the old 97s on saturday july 29th in los angeles and she has an art show it's a little bit it's a ways a ways but she has an art show coming up on december 1st at gallery 1988 in los angeles and uh yeah for everything and anything else kate micucci related go to kate you can follow her on instagram and twitter at kate micucci you can follow me and be my friend on social media on Instagram and Twitter at Alexi Wasser. And if you like this podcast, please, I definitely recommend subscribing on iTunes, rating the show, leaving a comment, because it really does truly help me grow this show. And uh, also, Love Alexi is a listener-supported podcast, so feel free to make a donation via Venmo at Alexi Wasser. And if and when you do... I will totally thank you on air the following week. And on that note, I have to say thank you for uh, for the generous donations that I got this week from Kelly Hine, Stephen Kelly, two Kellys, really, uh, and David Ashwall. Am I pronouncing that right? I imagine not. You better make another donation so I can learn how to... Uh, properly pronounce your name. Anyway, those donations are totally appreciated. I love you guys. I I mean, uh, I, I think you can tell that I'm very appreciative. Um, but all that being said, I've said a mouthful and now I want to throw us to what we're all here for. Let's get to the goddamn show. I'm going to shut the fuck up so you can enjoy my conversation with actress, comedian, musician, artist, and friend, Kate Micucci. Now entering Nerdist.com. Oh my god. Here she comes, America. You're being insistory. Hello! And we did it. Oh, she's here. Get excited, America. I, I have to repark my car. Oh no! God damn it! Podcast ruined! Okay. <laughs> hey, oh. how's it going? 
fine. Good to see you. Um, um go. I parked in like one hour and I was like, I don't know if I could do Go it. do your thing. You just be casual. Yeah, I'm He's tired. Fine. We have a lot to talk about. And okay, you're worry. tired? Okay. Like, no, listen, let's just start from where we are. You go what? move your car. Okay, I'm going to move your car. Are you recording this? Good, okay. okay. Hi, America. <laughs> Hi, good to see you. <laughs> great outfit. This Thank is you. Cute. It's just a little jumper skirt. All right, relax. Okay. Um, <laughs> Wait, do you guys know each other? I, You've met we, we've, we've met in passing. All right. What is your name again? Aristotle. Aristotle. Kate. Kate. Aristotle. Nice to see you again. Nice How are you? Um, I'll move my car. That way we don't have to stop for oh me to God. put quarters in. Yeah. Okay. I'll get you out of here before two. Perfect. Yeah. Hi, America. I'll be right back. She's right back, America. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, I'm putting my phone away. Um, cool. Alright. I'll make sure mine is off. Live it oh, do you want to sit there? I like to look oh, at your face. Perfect. I'm telling Kim Akuchi what to do. I no. really think I am. That's better. That way it's like a it's like a coffee, like a date. Like we're going on a girl date. I, I love it. A friend date, girl I feel date. Like oh. We always have things to talk about. Oh my god, but what um, but we gotta make sure we, it's weird because because I know you. Uh-huh. I'm like if I if I didn't know you. By the way, thank you for doing the podcast. Oh my god, I'm so excited. <laughs> thank you for having me. Oh man, if I didn't know you, I'd be like I'm going to ask her everything, and it's fine, and she can take care of herself and, and not tell me whatever she doesn't want to, and I wouldn't, but because I know you, I'm more like, I want her to be comfortable, I know, that, I know you. that you're private, I know you want to uh, share, yeah. you want to share, so how about, if I ask you anything, that I, just say fuck off, or, or I don't want to answer that, or in, in, in your own delightful, graceful way, however you would say that. Perfect. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I don't like to, to give away life. too much, but at the same time, I'm like, I usually end up... Saying everything anyway. Is that <laughs> my phone? I, I, it wasn't oh my god! Phone. Oh my was god! I can't believe it. The well, showbiz. Is it an important message? Sh no, but I, I had sex yesterday, and everybody's texting me about it. Oh, I haven't had sex in a while. Wait, hold on. Ah! No, wait, I have a question. How does everyone know? Did you just announce it on on your no. social media? <laughs> like. <laughs> No, no, Kate. No, I know it seems like that. I get why you think that. By the way, listeners, so this you... is why you're tired. You're like you started by saying I'm very tired. So you had a very late night. Don't deflect. But also, I, we will get there. But I'm I excited have... to hear about. This. I love that that you can't. You guys can't see Kate fixing her levels like a pro. Yeah. Friend, can you hear yourself but okay? Is this me here? Yeah, That's I can you. totally hear myself. Oh, oh, what what see, number is this? So I got it. Okay, I fixed the wrong one. About, we're talking about the microphones, Sorry, the levels. You're number two. I'm Perfect. number... I still don't know. I've been doing this forever. You okay. are four. Number four. Right? Okay. We're living our lives back on track. Can I Can I just say one really sweet thing that just happened when I went to move my car is the mailman was coming in with a bunch of packages for, for Meltdown, and so I like ran to help him get the door, and at the same time, this little man on a bicycle also went to help him, and we all three of us were together working to open the door, and I said, oh, people helping each other i love this i said that out loud oh my goodness <laughs> but did you insta stories it no God, i haven't been doing many stories then it didn't happen you're really then good at those i i i'm a monster i don't I, I look at the stories i watch them almost like a like a show before i go to bed yeah you know but um but yeah i i don't really do insta insta stories very often but um anyway okay sorry did, did not mean to, to distract us no wait i also can i ask what this all is listen here's what it is <laughs> i got a mirror just in case i get self-conscious and think something's coming out of my nose okay because that still affects me i still think that way even you though you could I'm... ask me because like you know in middle school like you know how when you're a kid and you're and everybody's at the lunch table and at the end of lunch i don't know if you did this but we did you know check teeth check yeah. nose you check know like nostrils teeth yeah, yeah always my, but it never ended for me it seems like you've moved on you've grown up if you're an adult woman. I mean, for all I know right now, I might have crazy boogers coming out of my nose, but... You don't. Oh, good. But you're confident <laughs> in the fact that you don't, and you don't, you don't care. Meanwhile, me, I'm always like, 
I'll be on a date, take out my compact and be like, listen, I know who I am. And this doesn't mean I'm insecure. I'm just, this is who I am. And, and uh, I just need to do this. Yeah. And then I'll, uh, so I had, that's why at uh, podcast interviews, I have, I have my compact have out, so, ready to go. I don't need to look at it now. Right. You look great. Just, you I, look amazing. I feel great. Yeah. You do feel great. <laughs> Apparently. Okay, and I don't know why I have the Visine. I think because I stayed up till 5 in the morning. There's chapstick in case I need it. And this is a little bottle filled with alcohol because I don't have hand sanitizer right now. And I got... Perfect. I just have this. Just, But you can use this too. Thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm good for now. You're good for now. From home and I had washed my hands and feel good. Feel clean. <laughs> Listerine mint strips too. Thank you. Those are my favorite. Okay. Um... So where, where do we begin? Tell us about your night. Oh my God. Well, every, I did not alert social media, but I do have a... I have a handful of friends who know that I had a date yesterday. Yeah. First date? No. And I totally told this guy, I was like, don't worry. I'm not going to talk about it. I know how to handle this gracefully. I know how to navigate having a podcast and keeping my personal life personal. Yeah. But I just can't hold it in. It's crazy. Well, you're smiling really big. This is great. It seems like it was a good date, and it seems like it was a, a fun time. Oh my god! Right? Okay. Well, I will ask you questions about you, maybe. Yeah, you totally. You can ask me whatever, and and if I if I'll let you know if it's too much. But I, I think it'll be fine. And also, um, <laughs> I don't mean to. I don't also mean to just come in here and uh, you know, be like, tell us about your night. But I couldn't help it because I it just seemed like the vibe. That's what it was. What's I, going on? And oh god, your outfit is so good. I feel. So, I, I want to tell you the story because your outfit is just so good. <laughs> It's like effortlessly chic. You guys can't see her. I'll take a photo of Kate afterwards. You guys can all see her. But it's like, where is this? It's not a romper. It's like a, a I don't what is know. this? Who made actually, it? APC? No, I think it was maybe even, um, oh gosh, what's the store at the Grove? Oh, Madewell. Maybe? Or, is that Madewell? No, wait, hold on. Now I have to just find a tag. We got to get sponsorship. You got to be on the show. Topshop, I think. Topshop? Yeah, I think this is Topshop from oh a couple my God. years ago. I'm not even feigning enthusiasm. This is legitimately how excited I am I about that. Oh my God. Tag. Now I'm just Kate has just removed the top part of, uh, is it a romper? Or it's kind of like an overall wait, no, no, dress. No, no, here we go. It's it an is. overall dress. Topshop, it is. Topshop. Yep. Um... So there you go. Cute rompers at Topshop. Cute uh, overall dresses. Or yes. Because, yeah, it's like, and you're very, yeah, it's so, oh, my God, you're so cute. Okay. Well, thank you. But, um, but that's irritating, you know, too. I, I, I would like to say, too, I, we have known each other for a long time, you and I. Yeah, how do we meet? Tell everybody I, how we met. Well, first, it was probably commercial auditions more than anything. Oh, really? Way back in the day. Oh, my God. Right? But we're only 21. Yeah, I so know. weird. And we were babies. I can't believe this. <laughs> um, God, commercial auditions. And then I remember seeing you at a, at... There was uh, an audition for a show called Journeyman a long time ago. I don't remember this one. We were at a callback or a producer, some kind of some kind of thing, or it's down to like all these people looking like hippies, or they wanted Man. quirky hip hippie looking big eyed girls. Like we were always already... in that category, you and I. Yeah, yeah. Like and art... Ricky too. I feel like oh, you yeah. know artsy types. That's how I met Ricky originally. Was commercial auditions really? Yeah. And how did you guys like end up just going like? How did that That's turn into Garfunkel? That's a whole Garfunkel? long story. I want to get to that story. Should we start there? I mean, well, but wait, first, okay, we but got, what was Journeyman? Some, and I, I actually booked it. I, I'm not, I didn't, this is like, but it was like, you were the only nice person. I remember everybody was very catty and mean, and I remember just like, you and I had a conversation, and it was just like this kind, kind of grounded, sweet oh. moment. Well, that, I think, I uh, think, I think, so. I, I don't remember that. I but hope I, it was you. It, it, it was you. <laughs> But, uh, it was oh me or someone that looked like me. It was totally you. Uh, but you but, uh, know what? I think with auditions, too, it's almost healthy. Like, I, I don't have a great recollection of most of them. Yeah. You know, you just kind of move on and, ugh. Yeah. You know? That's on the list of questions. I have a whole list oh, of good. things that we will probably never get to because I'll end up just telling you my whole story. Okay. okay. First, I'll get the thing out of the way. With yes. The, with the, that way, I'll loop you up. I'll, 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 I'll reveal about my own life. 
And then you'll be like, wow, Lexi did that. Maybe I'll reveal something about my sure. life, but maybe I won't. Okay. No pressure. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. What a day for us to podcast. Okay. Oh, my God. Oh my God. Okay. So I met this guy at a wedding in Dallas. Okay. Um, met him at a wedding in Dallas. We have a million mutual friends. I've been hearing about this guy for, like, over a year from... All my friends, like uh, just a bunch of filmmaker friends of mine that I adore, like salt of the earth people, like these really wonderful, kind people. Uh, uh, David Lowry, it was a he was on this podcast. He's a filmmaker guy, and it was his best friend Toby's wedding. Their producing partner, writing partners, whatever. So it's a bunch of filmmaker, creative people. But they all live in Dallas. This guy came in. Oh my god, I'm giving too many details about him, but whatever. I met him at the wedding. Okay. And it was a long time coming, but we both were like, every time people would try to set us up. We would just go like, what? I don't, who's it? I don't, stop. Just leave me alone. Does like, he live in Dallas or he lives here? in Austin? Oh, interesting. And I live here. That's not here. We'll figure that out later. Yeah. But right now I'm happy. Okay. So, okay. yeah. So we were just like, both on both ends, people were trying to push us towards each other, but we we're like, we live in different cities. You don't know what is going on. We're not, stop. Just stop. So we meet at this wedding and we just laughed the entire time. Like we just laughed. We gravitate. We just immediately, like, we're just like, you know, joy to the hip, talking, laughing. We for forever for hours, and we didn't kiss, but then we stayed in contact after I got back home from Texas, and we talked on the phone for two hours one night, then two hours another night, then four hours one night, and then four hours the next night. And he got a ticket and he came to L.A. and he got to L.A. yesterday. So yesterday, we kissed for the first time, and I was totally worried that like us laughing, and I was like, oh my god, we're doomed. It's gonna be the we're gonna have no like physical chemistry whatsoever. It's just gonna be like he's oh, and I was like terrified of that. But then now I have I'm not worried. And so that's so why I'm sleeping. This is great. So, wait, uh, so yesterday was the first date, first kiss, first, first of- everything, and then and then he's still here. So he's another here. date tonight. Well, I, another date tonight. I was like I was like you need to leave. I'm interviewing Kate Micucci tomorrow, and by interviewing I mean I'm gonna tell her all about me. <laughs> And you. This is awesome, though. I really love this. And I think, um, yeah, do you have, like, are you, okay, I have so many questions. Oh, but as deflecting. Okay, as, but yes. As a, you know, so you're the host since he's, he, is he staying with you? No. Oh, okay, that's No. Good. Oh, my God. But do you no. want to show him a good time in L.A.? Like, no. Are you like, I'm going to take you bowling? Absolutely like, not. No. no. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I want him to show, I want him to have a nice time, but. He's taking me on a date. It's not like he's Perfect. never been to L.A. Like, he, and I even said to him, this is good for girls listening or anybody who's like, in a, a long time ago, I would have been like, so uh, not wanting to do this, I would have been like, do you want to stay with me? Right. You, you, you can stay with me just out of fear. Like, he probably expects to or wants to. But I just, he bought his ticket. He was like, are you going to be available? These days we'd be around in L.A. And I went, yes. And he bought his ticket. So there was no pulling and tugging of me being like, hey, when are you going to be in L.A. next? Like, I didn't have to make that happen. He just got the ticket. You know, checking in with me first, so making sure I'd be in LA. But I never asked him where he was staying. And I just like, and then finally, like a few days before he showed up, I went, So where are you staying? And then I said, But uh, normally I, I said, I, I said, I would uh, let you stay with me, but I'm just not comfortable with that. I was, yeah. like, I was like, We don't know each other. That's too much. That's too much for me. You know, like that's intense. So, and he was like, Of course, I would never would have thought it because he's like, you know, he's an adult. He's a grown he's up. A gentleman. Yeah, he's like, he's a grown up. I can't believe it. I never date those. Me neither. It's very weird when you do, right? It's a whole other thing. Kate, I don't know what to do. Yeah. I'm confused. Well, don't be confused. I I'm think not. You, you just, you, right now you're at a point where you're just supposed to have a really fun time while he's here in Los Angeles. And I always say it's like collecting information about a person. Like yeah. right now, it is your uh, job to like just find out 
how you are together and how you feel. And how I think that's the most important thing is how you feel when you're with this person. Yeah. How does he make you feel and do you feel like yourself? And if you feel like yourself, that's a great thing. That's a great thing. I guess I'm already jumping in the future thinking, wow, I've never – whatever. We'll, we'll talk about What's, that later. What, no, what, no, mm, well, no. No, just like I'm so used to being alone and yeah. selfish. I'm so used to dating the wrong person. Mm-hmm. And then getting out of that immediately when I find out that it's wrong. Uh, I I usually would not get out of it immediately. I would stay even though I knew it was wrong. Because it's very hard to break up with somebody, you know. Oh, God. For how long? How much longer between when you know Um, and then you get out? We can just be vague. I think it got better and better (laughs) each time. Uh, First time, probably six months. Second time, probably six months. And the third time, probably a month. So that was pretty good. Yeah, that's good. But... Um, it's hard. It's really hard because especially when, when you just know that it's off and it's not the right thing, but, but you're both nice people and nice to each other and it's, it's not a bad thing. It's just yeah. not the right thing. That's when it's so hard to, to break up, you know? Oh God. Yeah. But, uh, but anyway, uh, I just think for now where you're at is just collecting the information and having a good time. That's true. Yeah. That is totally and, true. And no pressure, you know? Do you know that I'm a, yeah, no pressure. No, it's so hard, but I, I put pressure like you're like, Oh, I realize I'm like addicted to, I'm addicted to, I like the conversation in between relationships or complaining during dating to my (laughs) girlfriends. Like that's, I actually like relish the discomfort. Like I love, that's, I I didn't realize I'm really connected and and like addicted to the, oh my God, I went out with this, he hasn't texted me yet or I don't know what's going on. Like I like squirming. I'm so addicted to those feelings. Usually I'm just like disappointed and uh, like just being like, what is this? Or being completely alone. But never just being like, well, I met a guy who I have great sexual chemistry with. He's tall. I respect him. He's smart. He's really funny. I feel like I can be my complete self with. I accept him as he is. I've never, I'm like, oh, what do you do with that? What? Yeah. Gross. What? <laughs> what? Anyway, so that's- it's jarring. Yeah, that is a weird, it, it, uh, it's just a whole new, it's a whole new step up, really. Yeah. And then I go, what have I been running? Because I'm in my mid 30s. I'm like, what am I, what is my goal? And then the idea of like actually being with somebody like terrifies me because then going, okay, well now I've met somebody who checks off all the boxes. I'm, I'm not, listen, this isn't about you if you're listening, sir. I'm not even sure he's listening to this because he knows I'm interviewing you today, but and I will <laughs> shut the fuck up in a moment. It's like the idea of free, are you single now? No, I actually am in like a, like for the first time in my life, something really super serious. Yeah. You are? Yeah, and it's great. And but I but everything you're saying I relate because I think you and I are really similar where we're very comfortable being alone. And I'm actually very happy. Like I I um I was really thinking I was just going to, you know, even have a kid on my own. Like I was totally cool with that. I've frozen my eggs. Like I was just like ready. I was on that path and, you know, who knows how things will work out, but it's funny that things have switched for me in a way that now I'm like, "Oh wait, no wait, now there's this person." That's cool. So, yeah. um, so yeah, I don't know, but but I what what you're saying, I understand. I didn't relish in the um, uncomfortable part. I don't like that part of like first date, second dates. Like, oh, he didn't text me back. That stuff is really painful. Yeah. But I do really. I always have the weirdest dating stories, like the funniest, weirdest. Like I and I realize now, like that's one thing. I'm like, oh, I don't have. Of course, because like, I'm not dating. I don't have any like weird like this guy. Like totally. you know, like. <laughs> And that I oh like my friends kind of knew me as the person that had these funny stories, me and so too. I really that's the one thing I'm like, well, you know what, the trade is so worth it and totally fine. It's way better actually, you know, 
know, being in love with a person. But at the same time, uh, those stories, I mean, I still, I have stories for days. I've, I've dated so much that, um, yeah, I could, I could draw a million cartoons about them. You have. I have, I, yeah. I've seen the cartoons. <laughs> oh, my God. So what's the trade? Like, tell me what it's like to be in a calm well, thing. I mean, it's still sort of new in the how, sense that we've only been dating four months, but but we're living together and we just You're yeah. living together? So it's been awesome. Is this the first time you've ever lived with anybody? Yeah. Oh my god, Kate. I know. Exclusive. Exclusive. <laughs> I know I haven't talked about this at all publicly, but that's fine. Uh <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's really been awesome and I I'm just super happy. Like I, I think it's just been very comfortable and, and easy. And uh, I don't know. It just seemed like the right thing, you know. I, and you know, I'm just trying to be sort of like, all right, let's just do this now. But I will say, this is a crazy story. Do you want a crazy story? I want anything you want to tell me. I want it all. Um, this just happened about a week and a half ago. We, we officially, like, officially, our first night together. We had moved into the house, and then I went to Chicago to shoot um, a show, and so I was Easy? gone. Yes. Oh, yay! And then. Um, and then I went, and then I came back from there, and I had been just. It had been a lot at once. I'd been working a ton here and then in Chicago and then we moved in the middle and it was very hot out and um I our first night I passed out and uh woke up on the bathroom floor with um I I woke up and I had my teeth were crunchy and my mouth was bloody and I thought oh god I've knocked out my teeth and uh so I crawled into the bedroom and I was like I broke my teeth and my boyfriend jumped up out of bed it was three in the morning and uh, and I was like, welcome to living with me. And so our first like real official night together, you know, I ended up going to the hospital and having to get uh, major teeth fixings all of last week. Wait, but what happened? I have this thing where I pass out a lot more than normal people. Um, and I don't know. It's called vasovagal syncope or something like that. I should know how to say it. Uh, and I've had it since I was a teenager. And it's like, you know, I've always lucked out. I've, when I pass out, I've just like, you know, woken up with like a black and blue mark on, you know, or something. But uh. this time was a, a little bit more, uh, my teeth were, were just chunky, gross. It was bad. So you, 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 wait, so you got up in the middle of the night and you passed out in the bathroom? Or yeah. Or you remember you slept No, I, I passed out. I, I wasn't, like, I just didn't feel well. And I was like, oh, you know what? I'll, like, I don't know what's wrong with me. And then I I passed out. Landed on the tile. Oh my god! I, and then I just—I think my teeth hit the tile. So anyway, I so <laughs> I these are, are the bottoms of my teeth are fake. And then mid midweek last week, I was in crazy pain. I had to get two emergency root canals, which I'd never had a root canal. I, my teeth—I've never even really thought about my teeth other than when I had braces when I was fourteen. Yeah. Um. You know, I. I it, I now have like yeah, it's a whole thing. Do you go to the dentist like every six months? Yeah, I'm pretty good about that. Like and and like just easy, you I, know. I think I got scammed by. Den- I tried. I tried a new dentist the other day, and I, I have the best dentist in the world. You I'll tell you do? after. Yeah. Okay, make up, please. He's gonna, the best. I'm writing that down because I went to this dentist because I thought, oh, you know, this this dentist takes my insurance. I've got great insurance. I want. I feel like every doctor I go to or whatever dentist doesn't take my insurance though because it seems like no doctor takes insurance. Yeah, this guy does, and I'll give you, I'll give you all the info. I bet. Okay. Oh, and he saved you. my teeth. He well, he didn't. Did. He he fixed my teeth. Yeah. <laughs> so, but anyway, so cut to like you know our our first real like we're so happy we're together in this house and and he had been so sweet and set up the whole house while I was gone. So oh I left God. with boxes and I came back to like you know curtains were up and everything was moved and it was it just looked so nice. Oh and, my God. Uh, and so I just was like over the moon, so happy. And then boom, I uh, it was a it was a, a way to balance out the happiness. He, I guess. He, no, he loves you, and thank God he was there. And isn't yeah. it nice? Isn't it nice to have somebody pop up that quickly and be like, 
baby, I'll do whatever you oh need me to God. do. Oh, my God. Well, I, it really did bring us closer because we're still getting to know each other. You know, it's yeah. only been four months. And, like, so so there we are, like, you know, just sitting, you know, he's just holding my hand at the hospital. And it was like, oh, my God, I can't believe. Oh yeah. Where did you find this person? And, again, just tell me. Uh, we met off, on, Lexi. I'll tell you. Raya. You did? Yeah. I can't believe it. <laughs> I'm ecstatic. This is shocking. <laughs> Nothing but exclusives. <laughs> I love this. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, oh my god! And then how? How did? Uh, again, this, you know what? I tried to ask Kevin Christie these questions about uh, romance, and none of, it's nice to keep things private. I do agree. I mean, do I agree with that? I was just texting this guy that I was telling you about, being like, "Listen, I know, how to, I know how to navigate this. I'm going to keep something for myself. I'm going to respect your privacy, yeah. whatever." Meanwhile, and I just can't. Yeah. But I think I'm speak. I'm not saying his name. Yeah, I'm not I'm saying just, this guy's yeah. name either. Or just talk, mystery speak, man. We're speaking to our mystery men in feelings and uh, you know vague framing. Okay. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't even know what my point was here. Uh, I am. I yeah. I I feel like I, you're you're getting the the exclusive dish on my life. Well, again, nothing. I mean, you're in charge of telling me what you're not comfortable. Oh with, yeah. But I'm going to ask all the questions. You can't stop me, Kate. I'm coming <laughs> for you. I'm asking the questions. How does that go with like? Okay, four months. I like the time frame. I want to, I like to know the details because I'm a girl and I'm a person who loves to know details. At what point does he go, will you be my girlfriend? Was there like an official asking? Because I, I feel like men don't do that. Everybody's- no, this was just a whole other situation. Usually, you know, it's like kind of just cool and casual and then you slowly kind of work your way into being, you know, like saying boyfriend, girlfriend eventually. I always feel like, like I have to push it. And yeah. I'm like, why? I want the guy to be like, will you be my girlfriend? And I feel like that this doesn't happen, but I, and then I get disappointed by this thing that probably doesn't even happen anymore. But you tell me. This was different. I, I mean, I think everything is every individual. It's always so different for everyone. But this was just like I think we just kind of knew after like the second date, sort of it was like, all right, this is happening. Yeah, yeah. So there wasn't. I think we just both. It wasn't like there was never a conversation of like, you know, yeah, it just happened. And and then from there, there none of my business. The, the I love yous. I'm sure. Okay. And then uh, and then when do you uh, when do you move in? And how did that? Well, what did that this look like? Is our second date for fun. We went house shopping which is a really i will say if you're looking to have a really fun date like for like it just pretend you're shopping for a house together yeah it's like because it's really fun to go to these giant houses yeah. that like like you can't really afford but why not like you know see see a great view or you know get to experience los angeles in a whole other yeah. way and then like when they ask you to sign the email like you just put a fake email you know it was like yeah. a really really great first oh or second God. date yeah and um and so we jokingly were like oh my gosh are we buying a house together which uh you know, we're we haven't done that, but we're you know we decided then we wanted to live together just pretty soon after. I don't know, but uh, yeah, it, it's been so much fun, and who knows, you know? But like, I I'm just uh, I'm just kind of going with the ride, you know. And and I have to say, like having gone through this small traumatic uh, tooth experience, fainting yeah. tooth experience, he was so great, and and it was the first time that I had somebody there when I fainted, and so it was like really nice to be like, oh man, this guy's actually gonna help me. Yeah. So yeah. You know, isn't it interesting when you get to a point where you're like, "I'm good on my own. I'm good on my own. I've frozen my eggs." Yeah, I was there. And is he good? It sounds like he's really you, good on his own too. Yeah. So when those, yeah, oh my god, I was just talking about this with my friend about how like that's a really nice thing to know that like that's the time to meet a person, don't you think? Two solid people because then it's like yeah, as you think want. So I feel like that's the healthiest time for like mind frame for two people to be in. Like each person is like, I'm good on my own. I'm, I'm okay, but I want to be with this person. Like you're fully realized, two fully realized people, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like 
I don't I don't know. I, I start I also started dating really late in life. I was twenty four when I started dating. How come? Because I was just like this backward kid who like didn't know I was really shy and uh I was scared of dating, I think. And so when I finally started dating, I had a lot of like catching up to do in a way. And and so I in some way I, I really have only been dating for like, you know, a little over ten years, I guess. Yeah. Oh god, I was so shocked. When I saw you and Easy in that episode. Oh yeah. That was wild because I have this whole other idea of you. Like, you know, you're you're a great actress, you're such a great comedian, a great musician, oh, you're all these sweet things. To say. Then I see you in Easy and I was like, oh my God. Great boobs for one. Thank you. How did that happen? How did all this happen? Like, how did that, and like, what was that like when Joe Swanberg was like, so here's what, how did it come to you? It, it, Joe is so great. I'm, I'm such a fan of Joe Swanberg. Like, I just think I love all the stuff he makes. And I, I, uh, he called me and he said, I have this part. Um, but you know, there's. You knew he, him before? Yeah. I just, I knew him a little bit. And we have a lot of mutual friends. And, um, he, and, you know, he explained the part and it was, you know, there was some nudity, and I said, "Let me just make sure. I I want to. I want to say yes right now, but let me just think about this, think this through, because it would be a big deal for me, you know." And um, and then yeah, I was like, "I have to do this," and it was the most liberating, most fun. I like we had such a good time shooting that episode. Yeah. So and and I now I'm like great. Like I I feel like it really I grew out of that experience big time. Yeah. So um, it was a great episode. Yeah. Thanks. Orlando, yeah, I'm really proud of that episode. Orlando, it's really funny. Orlando and Malin Ackerman. Malin Ackerman and Orlando Bloom. And was any of that uncomfortable? Or were you guys just all laughing? We were having the best. I mean, thank goodness both both Malin and Orlando are just so cool and yeah. so nice and really just like. Had you ever met him? Uh, no, I, I didn't. Well, I had met Malin, like, waved through a fence in Brooklyn one day. <laughs> uh, but other than that, we had never met. And uh, But now, yeah, we just, we had the best time. And, and I think Joe makes it really comfortable. And, yeah. and it was just um, a really awesome experience all around. And I think I think the end result, like, I'm, I'm really proud of that episode. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was one of my favorite episodes. Oh, thanks. Yeah, you are so great. And then I was like, oh, my God. And so, yeah, anyway. Um, <laughs> man. Well, we've said it all. No. Yeah. Uh, oh, my have goodness. We? No, we have definitely not. Okay, so you're here because this was all arranged because you're like, you know, it's for promotion for the little hours. Yeah. So, which is funny because I was just reading about, um, I seem to be reading about all these different movies about uh, pent up women and then a man comes to their life and then uh, things get crazy. And Yeah. Uh, I don't like the word horny, but that was in the in the. What is in it the called? E- EDK or something? Oh, what, okay. what is it called? EPK? When I, EPK, yeah. I was like reading it. I was like, how can I explain this movie without using the word horny? Because I was in the EPK. I was like, I don't want to, but I'm sleepy. I was up till 5 a.m. Frustrated. That's yeah. much better. Thank you. Sure, Your brain's no working better than mine. But uh, yeah, tell me about this movie and how it came to be. And you, you play a nun. I play a nun, I, which is a dream. I actually have a song that I wrote uh, in 2005. I wrote the song and it's called I Want to Be a Nun. And I have a nun collection at my house. What? What is a nun collection? Just lots of little of... nun figurines. Oh, wow. and, um, I, I, I'm really proud. I, I just recently got a baseball playing team of like nuns that are playing baseball um amazon uh ebay yeah (laughs) (laughs) i love buying things on ebay it's really a fun time isn't it uh Uh, every time i've ever bought anything on ebay i it arrives at my house i open it up and then i immediately throw it in the trash really (laughs) yeah because it's a piece of garbage i go oh this was not what i was expecting or it's just like why did i buy this i go on a kick like Having just moved, I really wanted to have more paint by numbers in my house, yeah. uh, like old the old ones. Like you can just tell that like somebody really took the time and the care. I just love, I love old paint by numbers because yeah. like somebody else did it. Um, it I, I don't know. It's just really they're sweet to me. So I've been on a paint by number kick as well as you know I'm always buying nuns. But oh well, god yeah. damn it. 
<laughs> I'm always buying nuns. But it's, it's like a fun – I like to have that, like, if you have a specific thing you want. Otherwise, otherwise like, eBay is, is, like, it's overwhelming. Yeah, it's too yeah. much. Wait, so what's the guy's name? Jeff Baina? Yeah, Jeff. Jeff Baina, and he made uh, Joshi. Joshi and uh, Life After Beth. And, um, yeah, this movie is – like the cast is insane. Yeah, it's uh, it's Molly Shannon, Aubrey Plaza, Allison Brie, Davy Franco, John C. Riley, Nick Offerman, Fred Armisen, Lauren Weedman, Adam Pally, John Gabris. It's such a crazy good cast. When did like, you guys shoot? We shot last spring, and we shot in Italy. We were in Tuscany for over a month, you, a little over a month. Yeah, you what were you single in Tuscany? Yeah, but you know what? I was single in Tuscany, Tuscany, but I was also working so much yeah. and also i was so focused while making this movie like um and, and we were we we just all kind of had a you know a great like we'll we'll shoot and when we're done we'll go get good pasta and um so i really i didn't have any crazy italy times and, and you, can, you can eat whatever you want because you're wearing that nun garb yeah except well oh, I, I also seen the movie spoil, well, this is not this is just a tease okay there's uh there's some stuff happening in that movie oh so, my god hey. is this like another easy not, not as you're like well, you rip the bandaid off. I won't say anything else. <laughs> I'm so I just excited. Say, you should see this movie. It honestly is so funny and insane, and to see all of us dressed like nuns is is and priests, it's great. Um, and everybody in it is like it's just like top notch people. I'm such fans of you know, yeah. and you know, I, yeah, I, I was like thrilled. I was like I was living my dream. I was in Italy dressed like a nun with like my favorite people. <laughs> it doesn't get much better. Had you met them? I'm sure they're all fans of yours too. I mean, had you met them before? Were you friends already too? I knew I knew almost everyone a little bit like yeah. here and there. Um I didn't know Molly really, so it was so awesome to get to know her. Um but yeah, and Jeff, I didn't know. Uh I knew I had met Jeff through Aubrey a few times. Yeah. Um but then when we they, sat down, they date or they're married. Yeah, yeah, they, they're they're together. They're not married. That's but, a nice. Um, that's a, I like, they're so awesome. I love creative couples like Casavetti's yeah. kind of vibe thing. I think that's a nice. They're thing. they're a very inspiring couple. Yeah. But um, but yeah. So when Jeff and I sat down to talk about the movie, like just as a meeting, um, it was this crazy moment because it was pouring down rain in Los Angeles. It was one of those weird days, and um, we met in Los Feliz at this little coffee shop, and. We hardly started talking before, I, like we heard a big, like just loud crack, and then we looked and I saw sparks and a transformer on the on the like um, power line blew up. Oh my god! And uh, so water is running down the street, down the hill, and and these wires are like just you know oh my spraying god. out sparks, and we like both jump up and the, it's just the two of us plus the guy that works at the cafe, yeah. and he runs out, and we're like people should not be walking in the streets because the electricity is going to hit the water or could you know it could be very dangerous yeah so we called 911 and um we, there was one girl who was just like jogging ah! and the guy in the coffee shop ran and like picked her up and like put her inside and she was like what what and they're like don't you can't walk you know it's it's dangerous um so we got stuck in the coffee shop for like an hour just dealing with like uh, a very kind of dramatic emergency situation so like we didn't even really talk about the movie all that much we did a little bit but um, but it w- it was more like this moment where it was like I don't know what it was meant to be like magic yeah. is happening you know bonded <laughs> so, bonded yeah. that mean like, yeah oh my god yeah so that was a, a kind of crazy first meeting and then um and the movie like I it didn't have a script it had a very intense long outline and so you know it's mostly improv and but Jeff Jeff had a very clear vision of what it should be and 
um, it was it was just a, it was such a fun time making it. That's how they did Joshi, and did they do yeah. Life After it's Life After Beth? Right? I believe I, Life After Beth was scripted. It was scripted. Yeah. And that was his first movie. Ah, uh, yes. That's yeah. so interesting. I know. Okay, I was wondering wondering about that because I always wonder about like film financing and to get a fin- to get financing for an outline script would be so difficult. But now it makes more sense for already established himself with the script with Life After Beth. Yeah, That's and just something I've been wondering about. It yeah. was yeah, and it was really fun to work that way too. I like you know, and yeah. same with Joe Swanberg, where you know you don't have a script, you just kind of oh, easy go, had yeah. no script, yeah, no script, just like what what's the outline, outline. Look like? How, it's like how beat it out. Um, all the points are there of like where you know you need to get from A to B in the scene, and you know this is what's happening. But but yeah, you kind of just talk it through when you're on set, and I love working that way. It's yeah. so much fun. Do you get writer credit? No, I don't think no. They have a weird thing in, in commercials now where if improvise if if uh, it's if, if improvisation is used, like they the get actor writer? gets a writer. Really? Like it's bizarre. Yeah, that's why I ask. Oh, that's so interesting. Isn't that interesting. Yeah. I feel like I would bet in commercials there's a lot of improv happening because yeah. I feel like there's always improv actors. I see a lot of improv actors on commercials. Yeah, <laughs> that is interesting. Oh my goodness. Huh. But uh, but yeah, this was a really. It, I can't say enough good things about this movie, and uh, it opens tomorrow. And well, I don't know when this airs, so it opens. This this will be out next Wednesday. Okay, then it's already open in New York and L.A. And uh, and then it's going to be in a bunch of other cities uh, starting Friday. So check out thelittlehoursmovie dot com. How's that for a plug? That's amazing because I will I will have already plugged it in the beginning of the of the show with the intro. But this is fantastic. We want people to go see this movie. That's yeah, exciting. Yeah. Um, but is that how you worked on Don't Think Twice? Uh, no, Don't Think Twice, funny enough, a movie about improv mostly had a script. Yeah. Um, it was a beautiful script. Mike, uh, Mike's such a great writer, Mike Birbiglia. But then within within shooting, there definitely was improv that happened because you have the best improvisers. Like, yeah. you know, it's like, you know, Keegan-Michael Key and Tammy Sager and Chris Gethard and Mike. And so it was, you know, improv did happen, but um, that was mostly scripted. Yeah. Yeah. Um. This has nothing to do with that, but with like dating and all this stuff. In a relationship, if you're so good at being alone and you've been single for like a long time, you know, just dating and having little uh, whatever. I don't know if you had like three months, but I, I would have like these like two month trial things that I would that wouldn't work out or three month kind of blips. Uh huh. Sure. Any, yeah. Where you like stop, but it's not really a relationship. But you give it a go, but you're like, oh, I gotta get. This is not. You're not really my boyfriend, but we're trying this out and it doesn't work. When you actually find someone. There's is there any fear? Is it, what's the adjustment with like having to like compromise or check in with somebody or consider another person? Is it all just dreamy and I easy, mean, or is it is it a little bit like oh I'm not used to this because I'm so used to living on my own terms? It's strange. I don't know. I mean, so far so good. It's been about a week and a half. Uh, okay, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> not, not living together, just in general, just oh, being like I have a boyfriend and I'm in a committed thing. Because I mean, if I were to have a boyfriend now, I it would I wouldn't have had one for a, a while. Yeah. So. I think about that. I guess that is like, I guess they call it future tri- tripping, future tripping or something where that's something I, I think about going, wow, I wonder if I would feel squirmy or if I would feel just uncomfortable, not because the guy would be imposing on me in any way, but my brain would be like, this is different. There are, uh, I could potentially feel stifled. I could do that to myself. I could make myself feel that way right. for no reason. So how do you, but I don't know. Maybe I don't, not. I think I, I, maybe, I don't know. I've been kind of just a. Uh, Letting it sort of go as it, it yeah. feels right, you You're know. So like I'm just, chill. Kind of, I do feel weirdly chill about the whole thing, you oh. know. And like, who who knows what will happen? I I'm hopeful, but at the same time, you never know. But right now, it just feels great, and, yeah. and so uh, 
I don't know. I'm just I'm just feeling really like, okay, let's just give this a try and let's see what happens. And, you know, another thought I was like, you know, living together, you really get to know a person. So yeah. it's like a way to find out if this really is going to work. But so far, it's just been so awesome. And I think, too, it, this is going to sound maybe kind of funny, but um, being in Garfunkel and Oates with Ricky, um, which is my comedy band, uh, we were together for... They we, know. They yeah, they know. Yeah, okay. I, I hope so. They uh, know. <laughs> thanks, America. Yeah. No. Um, but Ricky and I, we've been together uh, since 2008, and it that was a crazy learning curve for me. I mean, also, I was a lot younger and hadn't really been dating that long, but like just being responsible to another person and letting Ricky know, okay, this is my schedule, and let's work this through, and... It was, we would always joke, we still joke that it's like sort of like a marriage, you know? And I always thought of it like, okay, this is really good, like training wheels for me, you know, because you do, it's, you're, you're in something with someone you really care about. And at the same time, you're spending so much time together and uh, with Ricky and I traveling so much together. And I think that was really good for me to just sort of learn how to, to, um, you know, you, you take responsibilities for different things and, and keeping a balance and. Um, I don't know. It was really helpful, I think, to me. How did you guys meet? I don't want that story. Ricky? Yeah. Not oh, want yeah. That story. So, okay. So Ricky and I were, uh, we met originally, we were both, uh, Doug Benson is a mutual friend of ours. Okay. And so we. Oh, uh, did you do Getting Doug with High? N- I haven't done it. Ricky has. Oh, did but we talk about this the other day? I, maybe. Because I saw you at the baby driver thing. Oh, yeah. No, we talked about. I don't, I don't know. know. Did we mention something? I think, I think we talked about some horrible ex-boyfriend of mine, but whatever. Okay. Oh, so, um. yeah. So we uh, we went – we were going to see Doug perform at UCB, and I was on a date with my boyfriend at the time. This is 2006. And then Ricky was on a date with this other guy, and we were both kind of bored on our dates. <laughs> and, and I looked at Ricky, and I was like, oh, I know you from commercial auditions. And so we just hit it off in the lobby of UCB, which is kind of – perfect because that later became our home base but yeah. little did we know we were going to start a comedy band oh my but God. um yeah but yeah we just became friends and after doug's show we all went to la poubelle and we're hanging out and i just like there was something about ricky where i was like i know i'm going to know this person like she's it just felt really important and i can't even put my finger on it but i just knew knew something special was was there and we became friends and for about two years we were just like you know do game nights and go to lunch and you know it was just a, a nice friendship and then um, during the writer's strike, Ricky was doing a short film that she wrote called Imaginary Larry, and she was directing it. And I was going to be—I played her imaginary friend in the in the movie. And so she said, "I'd like to make this a musical." And she had seen me play my songs uh, just around town, and she was also writing comedy songs on her own. So together, we got together. We wrote two songs. And for for the movie, and she was like, "Oh!" And we felt so happy. Like writing these two songs was like we were on cloud nine. We yes! couldn't like. We and we couldn't wait to play it for someone. I remember like like Ricky didn't even have a guitar case. Like she just grabbed her guitar and we drove to her friend's house and we s- sat her friend on the couch and we just played her a song. So we just wrote like <gasps> we were just so excited and giddy about what was happening. And uh, and so then I get I guess it was about a couple months later. Oh well, no, Ricky filmed us singing those songs so she could share them with her mom and dad. She put them on YouTube and YouTube was brand new. So I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. And a few months later, I get a call from Ricky, I remember, because we were we we had shot the movie and then she went and did a movie in South Africa and I went and did a movie in New York and so we were apart for a few months and I remember exactly where I was uh, I was walking by Lincoln Center and I got a phone call from Ricky and she said people are watching our YouTube videos and I was mortified I was like no they were meant for your parents oh no <laughs> and uh, but it was like this weird unintentional thing where then we we're like maybe we should write more songs and then 
uh, kind of in a really great serendipitous way. I then was cast on Scrubs and Bill Lawrence, who created Scrubs, said, I saw your YouTube videos. Would you be able, would you be willing to sing one of the songs on Scrubs? Oh my God. And so I sang the song that was called Fuck You, We Turned It to Screw You. Um, and I sang that with a lawyer on Scrubs. And so that brought a lot of people to Garfunkel and Oates. And so it sort of was in the very beginning, it just sort of started to happen and it kept happening. And, and that's the thing, like when things are kind of right, it just goes. And, you know, it, not to say it doesn't get hard. There was definitely times where we were, you know, figuring out how to, you know, make a TV show or go on tour or whatever it was. But but in the beginning, it was just sort of this like pathway opened and we we're like, let's try it, you yeah. know. But I love I love that it just sort of unfolded that way. And um, yeah, and that was back in 2008. So it's been a pretty fun time. And how did the TV show happen? Um, we... Well, originally we were in a deal with HBO for a bit. We made these shorts for HBO Go. Um, oh, I remember when they were doing stuff yeah. like that. Alex Ross Perry, do you know him? Yes, yes. Yeah, so he had a show. Did he have one? But never, but they, they own it. They never released it. Uh, and it was just like a nightmare about like somebody working at a college or whatever. Anyway, but yeah. Yeah, so um, ultimately HBO didn't end up making our show. So then we went and sold it to IFC. So then we made it there. And then um, we we did just one season. But now it lives on Netflix. And our special... Might as well plug this as well. Yes, please. Garfunkel and Oates trying to be special. You can see that on Netflix. When is that out? It's out now. It's out now. It's yeah, out it now. came out a few months ago. Holy shit! Yeah. Oh my so, god. But uh, and and that's I think if anybody hasn't had a chance to see us live, it's a really pretty great representation of what our live show is like. Where do we? Where can we? Are you performing live? Do you go on tour? We do you make time for that, or are you just we too busy ha- acting? Well, we. We Ricky uh, is in a uh, post for season three of Another Period, and it's been, I mean, it's been great that we've been able to do our separate things and then still come together. We actually just played a show on Sunday in San Jose. Um, it was tricky because my teeth, I'm still getting used to talking and working around these new oh. teeth. And so our our songs are so wordy, you know? It's like the fastest, like, and so it was really kind of tricky for me to sing really fast. But Oh, it's, my God. But it's getting better. I, I'm talking even so much better than I was on Sunday. Yeah. Thankfully. You sound great. Thanks. What was that song? I remember being in a meeting or something, and, and these uh, executives took out a video, of uh, Garfunkel Notes really? video, of, of like, because uh, we were talking about a project, and they're like, yeah, like, this about uh, in, your, in your, your 20s versus when you're turning 30. Oh, yeah, 29, 31. 29, 31. So... Yeah, that was just like I thought that was that's one of my favorites. Thanks, just because like the difference is to explain it to the listeners. I mean, you should just run, don't walk, and actually watch watch it immediately. Um, on YouTube. Yeah, twenty nine thirty one's on YouTube. Um, I mean, just about how like everything's possible when you're uh, you know you're so like wide eyed and who knows it's gonna happen. Everything's great. I'm just living my life. And when you're in your twenties and then you're like thirty one, you're like oh bitter and yeah. upset and like oh god, all the choices <laughs> are slowly cl- closing off for you. And oh my god. They're like, we want to make a show about this. I was like, oh god, I'm so depressed about my life. And I was like, yes, that's exactly what it is. It's a, it's a real feeling. It's well, and I think in LA, it's delayed a bit more too, don't you think? Like, oh yeah. I well, feel like we uh, we wait longer to settle down among yeah. among all my friends who are my age. I feel like it takes a long time. Twenty one. Yeah, twenty one. Twenty one yeah. for life. <laughs> for life. No, but that's like a weird thing because yeah, there's like a perma adolescence here where it's like, well, I also think we're all aging better. I, I let's think? knock on wood. Sure. I think we look yeah. great, but I mean, like in general, I just think people are aging better, and uh, and so it's like a like a feeling of perma adolescence, and we do wait longer. But then also, it, I don't actually buy into this as much. But in LA, with the whole like n- freaking out and needing to be younger and worrying about it more, mm-hmm. so there's like a, a duality where it's like there's like a panic about it, and then other people just like uh, 
not panicked about getting married and like traditional things that would come about right. getting older. Well, I think I don't, I don't know. I, I I have a lot of feelings about marriage. I, I I but I think that people sometimes just go, oh, that's what I'm supposed to do because that's what everybody does and that's what my parents did, and so yeah. it's it seems like. I feel like more and more, especially out in, like being in a city, I feel like it's less likely that everybody gets married, yeah. you know. But in my hometown, it seems like everybody did get married what's your at least twice. Nazareth, Pennsylvania. Nazareth, but it's it's a really great, you know. It's a it's a very sweet small town, and I I I love it. And it's like I, I I'm actually going back next week, and I can't wait. But um, for what? Um, just to celebrate Fourth of July and be uh, with my family. Yeah, and, yeah. Do you like your family? Oh yeah, I love my family. You I feel do? Really lucky. What? Yeah. You're one of those? Yeah. You like your family? Unbelievable. Yeah. All right. I talk to my parents every day. Both of them? Yeah. They're both alive and they're both together? Yeah. They just celebrated their 40th wedding anniversary two days ago. What's their secret? I don't know. Are but... they both deaf? <laughs> if they, By the way, what if they were? What if they were and then you just walked out and you're like, actually, yeah, that's, yeah, uh, did just, you not read you my bio? Yeah. <laughs> Where you mentioned, uh, <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just okay, but they actually can hear each other, they can yeah, see each other, really and they sweet. like each other. Yeah, <laughs> they, pretty cool. I just bought my mom for my mom. I got uh, her a ping pong table for her birthday, and every evening they play ping pong. It's so cute. Oh my god! Yeah, but you are not sure if marriage is a thing for you. Yeah, I've never been sure of that ever, and I'm still not sure. But it is interesting being in something where I'm like like happy i'm like oh wait may- maybe you know yeah. but um i just saw a doll's house part two on broadway and it touches a lot on on marriage and all of my feelings on marriage really like, i'm like yes if um it's laurie metcalf and chris cooper it's a great play but um but yeah and it made me go oh wait that's how i usually feel but now i'm i, mean, I don't know what like, do they say give me all the secrets the well i don't want to give the play oh, away give but it all basically away. Nobody, uh, they're not going to see it who are these boneheads they're not they're, they're not i'll just say it's really a woman who has left her family and you know in, in in a doll's house, the woman leaves, and that's you know, it's usually the man that leaves. So that was scandalous, especially when the, a doll's house was written. And so a doll's house part two is when this woman comes back, and uh, she has reasons. I don't want to give the play away because it's, it's a, so good. It's a two parter. Well, it's somebody wrote a sequel to to this Ibsen play. It's like it's, it's, it's like it's Uncle brilliant. Kent too. Yes, it is like Uncle <laughs> Kent too. I love Uncle Kent and <laughs> Uncle Kent too. I've never seen either, but I can't wait. Oh my gosh, it's so good. I even have they for promotional things they made like old eighties novels of Uncle Kent too. Yeah, I it's so cool. It's Todd, like, Todd Rohall directed that. Did he write it too? I don't know. No, I don't know. Either. I just like that. He'll be on the podcast. Great. Well, he'll tell me himself. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, oh, I love that. Okay, so So and so yet, if anybody else... hasn't seen Uncle Kent, it's on iTunes. I don't know if Uncle Kent 2 is, but I think it is. Wait, which yeah. one is better? Um I don't know. I mean, they're they're both very I, the first one is a little bit more like real, the second one's a little more fantastical. Um but whatever, choose your own adventure. Do I need to see the first one to understand the second one? Um I would suggest it just cuz I mean, I also I, <laughs> I don't know. I just really like Kent Osborne. If, you, if anybody, uh, you should follow him, everyone, on Instagram because he draws great pictures. He really does. Yeah. Um, oh, man, no, I'll ask you that. Okay, um, oh, so, okay, so, so A Doll's House yes. 2? Like a Doll's Adult- House Part 2. Part 2. It's on Broadway right now. But, um, but she talked, you know, it's basically about marriage and uh, a lot, or it's a lot of talk about marriage. And I went and saw that, and I was like, "Oh man, that's so." But what do they say? Tell me. I don't want little. What's the point? Like, what's the like the, like the are, point? Like, are, are women supposed to just be married? You know, the traditional is that the traditional expectations? Is that really what we're all supposed to do? Yeah. You know, and um, I never thought that. You know, I don't know how to cook. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know how to order. Food. I know how to order, especially Postmates. I know how to Postmates. Oh, yeah. Postmates. I can order a pizza. I can. What do I do? I I can eat the I can food. Make tea. I, I make, make tea. tea. I make coffee. Cereal. I can heat up an Amy's organic something from my freezer. Yeah. I don't have a microwave, but I have a willingness to get one. But you know uh, what? I didn't have one for ten years. And now you have one. And I did get one, and uh, I bought one about a year ago. And to to heat up a good chicken nugget is like a real satisfying thing. It is. I just want to make popcorn, microwave oh, popcorn. Yeah. It, you know what? I I thought I was so against microwaves, and it's, me too. It's really not. It's pretty great. It is. Yeah, I God. don't use it very often. Another exclusive: microwaves. <laughs> I'm really a fan of the Applegate uh, Farms chicken nuggets. They're organic and they're really delicious. Where do we get them? Target. Um, I think they're probably, Target. Applegate. Uh, probably right. God, if anybody I gets get anything from this podcast, yummy.com. Because <laughs> you're not leaving your house. How lazy can I be? Yeah. <laughs> we did it. Okay, but I don't know why I have to harp on this, but I must know this. A doll's house too is like fan fiction. It was just, it not even kind of when you think about it. Very, yeah. Oh, because here's what I was thinking is I've been writing this thing where it's like. I, you know, I'm thinking about marriage and uh, relationships. That's what I'm fascinated by, relationships and love and dating and all that stuff and feelings. You're really good at it. I, I, what was, um, when you make those lists, what are they called? Oh, the blind leading yes, the blind? Yes, I love those. Thank you. I love those. They I, speak to me so, like when I, I used to, because you used to post them like really frequently. Well, well now I don't blog anymore. Yeah. But now, now I've just decided to make Instagram and my Insta stories. That's the blog. That's, that's, okay. that's where it all lives. Whatever I want. But I, those blind leading the blind, I, I read all of them. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, that makes me so happy. Oh. Oh, yeah. Thanks for writing. Um, all right. Well, uh, they're really relatable. Okay. <laughs> um, oh, but I would always, because people are like, oh, do you want to get married? And I, I just asked you that bonehead question. But the real thing is I realize it's like, oh, no, you don't you don't aim to get married. You don't aspire to get married. You you hope, you maybe potentially hope to meet somebody you would you would even want to marry. Yeah. You know, and like that's the first to it find, seems the, like find a the person. Crazy, uh, it, like, uh, it seems nearly impossible. Yeah. But I always joke that there's seven people out there. <laughs> there's seven soulmates. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't really believe that, but it's just my thing I say. Well, with the marriage <laughs> thing, I don't think we need to cook or anything, but it's like, I guess it is nice that like, I want to, even if I don't want to get married, and I'm not said that, I'm not saying that I don't want to get married. I want somebody I'm dating to want to marry me. It's like an ego trip. Like, oh, how funny. Yeah. Like if you said you didn't want to get married, but your boyfriend was like, oh, but I love you. I, want, I, I would love to marry you. Like, that would feel great. You wouldn't want him to be like, yeah, I never yeah. want to be married either. You'd be like, I-, I don't know what you'd feel like. Well, I feel like-, like it's now I would like it's weird up until a few months ago. You met a nice person you like. Yeah, you it love. changes things. Yeah. So I-, I don't know. I guess I'm open to anything, really. Well, you know, why? I-, I guess this means because what we're speaking to is so many people just marry people they don't like because they yeah, think they have the they goal think they is to get married. Yeah. So that is not the goal. The goal is to meet somebody who like you, you're happy to be with that you're laughing with. Because I, I was talking about this the other day, just but like. I just want to laugh with somebody. I want, yeah. to be able, I want to be able to like, I mean, I've had sex with people. I've had sex with <laughs> people. A lot of people. <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, and, you know, and like handsome people, older people, younger people, great looking people, successful people. If I don't want to talk to the person, though, and I want them to leave or I can't wait to like just be like, yeah, you know, that is such a bummer. Like I want to like, I want to be able to go on a road trip with somebody. And I think I said this in a few, I feel like as I'm saying this in every single podcast, but uh but yeah, that's that's the goal to be laughing with someone and to be having great sex. And I think also just constantly checking in with yourself and seeing, okay, do I feel good? Do I feel okay? I have a thing. My stomach is really my my gut 
like like a and and I had maybe five six years ago. I kept getting these stomach aches, and it was a weird, very different kind of. It felt like someone punched me, okay. and I'd wake up, and I it would really just hurt to even like get up out of bed. And I was like, something's weird, something's weird. So I went to the stomach doctor at, at Cedar sinai and, like, you know, had all these tests done. He's like, all right, we can't seem to find anything from these tests. I'm like, I'm telling you, I'm really – my stomach is – it's not right. Something's very wrong. And then they went as far as knocked me out, did a scope down my throat, tested everything. And he was like, you're fine. There's yeah. nothing. And I was like, I think it's the guy I'm dating. We yeah. – I stopped seeing him and my stomach was fine after that. <laughs> so – if that's a lesson to anyone, really just check in with yourself and how you feel. And that guy was Bill Cosby. Yeah, I'm, oh just I'm, sorry, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I said that, Alexi Wasser, not Kate. <laughs> Kate was sitting there being like, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, he was not the guy, and uh, that's not even funny. But uh, oh, man. how long were you with him for? Uh, it was an off and on thing for way too many years. But oh, I but I had years. to end it. Oh, yeah. God. God. And it was And it was, you know. It's also a growing up thing, but but I think um, you know, but but that stomach thing follows me. Like if I were just to go on even on like one date with somebody, and then my stomach has that same feeling. Yeah, I knew I was like, oh no, it, it's just like yeah. I often would listen to my weird stomach. I'm getting better at that, where I like listen to my intuition, where I go, okay, mm-hmm. that little voice. If I quiet myself, and the little voice just says anything, just go with that. And yeah. and I always have to remember to like. Sometimes I'll just always go like lead with. Is everybody mad at me? Is somebody else mad at me? Is what I did okay? And then I've got to go stop it. Are you okay with this stuff? I've got to like give yeah. my ground myself and myself again and like, you know, take control of me and just go like, I have a say. And it's not about other people's like, I don't know if you ever deal with that, but it's like, I, I and that happens when I drink. I feel like that's the worst when you're, it's, you know, alcohol depressant. So. Oh, I just get really like if I I don't it takes one drink to get me drunk, and I just You're... tell everyone I'm drunk. Yeah. Like, I, I, like... <laughs> that's how I was the other night. I was like, I was so happy to be around. Are you a happy drunk? I am. I am yeah. like I'm a very happy drunk, but I also I don't do it very often. Cause yeah, I can't anymore. I don't I, think. I don't process it well. I'm allergic to wine. I'm allergic to beer. You are. Yeah, I can drink vodka and I can drink whiskey, um, or any kind of hard liquor, but I don't really like how I feel. I'm not a big drinker, really. Yeah, I'm I think pretty... I'm becoming a less less of a drinker. Yeah. yeah. The other day I went out and I was like, with all my friends that I love and adore, and I couldn't believe, they all told me I was speaking in a much higher voice, like a little girl voice, and I was kind of humiliated, but they were like, no, it was adorable, it was great. And it turns out I was just so happy in my drunkenness and so ecstatic that the entire night I was like, oh my God, you guys, this is incredible. I can't believe we're all doing this. It's so great that we're all here. And I, I was like, oh my God, why did I talk that way? But I was, it was really coming from a place of like pure bliss, joy, glee to be around all these like, I guess I'm an only child and I live alone. And when I get out into the world, I'm surrounded by like people I'm like, that I love. I'm, I'm like, and, and I have alcohol. I get ecstatic. Yeah. And I talk in a high, re- and then I kept lifting, whatever. I kept lifting people up without their permission to spin them around to join me in my glee. So maybe I should never do that. <laughs> well, that should... sounds like a fun night, no? It's, I think it was. It <laughs> was. You? I guess so. <laughs> oh, man. Well, what were you doing later today? What's next for you? What's your life looking like? Um, well, tomorrow, well, or whenever this comes out. So uh, Friday of last week, I... <laughs> no, we got to get the time frame right. Yeah. Okay, yes. I, um, I'm just getting ready to do a couple more press things for the little hours, and then... Um, then getting, I'm going to go to New York and do some uh, Q&As there, and I'm looking forward to being there and then see my family for a little bit, which is nice because 
a little little vacation is a good idea. I think. Yeah. <laughs> so. Are they all great friends? Like everybody in the little on the little hours? Are you all great friends? Or did you do the job and you're like we had a great time? And then but then they're off in their life. Like. Yeah, I mean, I I think it's just like nobody's like. I don't think we're like we're not hanging out all the time, but I'm very excited. They're not excited. your purse. They're not <laughs> no, in your purse right but now. I'm gonna get to see Allison and Jemima on the weekend. I'm so looking forward to that. And Wait, you Jemima know, from Girls. Yes. Oh, yeah. she's in the Little Hours. Yeah. Oh, got it. She's amazing. She's so fun. She's such a cool she girl. Seems so cool. Yeah, yeah, I love her. Um. So yeah. So I. I mean, and I. I see Aubrey probably uh, the most, but. How but come? yeah, just because. She's in her life. Yeah, she's, she's awesome. I mean, I, everybody's so great, but I think it's always a disappo- dis- It's a disappointing thing when it's like you're in camp and you're with these people all the time, and yeah. then it's just that like week after. I always have that disappointment and withdrawal. Like it, I, I, you know, you get used to it, but it's just like, oh, camp's over. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, are you going to do anything with Garfunkel? No, it's it's on Netflix. Yes. Are you planning a tour? Is there more stuff coming? We're, with them? Or like what's we the next? are now. We got. We have to. We want to write more stuff because we. We've been doing our separate things for a while, so we um we're gonna write some more. Then I don't I don't know if we'll be touring um like a like a major tour. I don't know. We we have to figure it out. But we're we'll probably start playing around town once we have some new songs. Yeah. But um but yeah. But we still we work together on you know random stuff. I see Ricky all the time. So <laughs> do you ever write? And, do you want to write and direct your own thing, or do you want to? Yeah, I, I've been yeah, and I've been working on um a couple of things that I'm getting ready to pitch, and then um. Yeah, I, it's been, I like, I love the, like, just making stuff and, you know, yeah. I think, like, and I, I, like, I have an art show coming up in uh, December 1st at Gallery 1988. And Wait, I, hold on, let's, let's slow this down. Mm-hmm. You have an art show on December 1st? Yep, uh, at Gallery 1988. Gallery in, 1988 in Los Angeles? In Los Angeles. Um, so, like, for, like, I love having that date in the books and now I'm like, okay, I've got to make the stuff for that date like i have um i'm playing a show at the troubadour with rhett miller on july 29th and so um, with ricky no just my solo stuff oh wow and, oh your uh, solo stuff i had no idea yeah i yeah, can't believe fun. you we gotta unpack all of this okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but i like having that date in the books because then i'm like okay i've got to plan my show and yeah. that's gonna be weird and have some sketches and and um you know comedy slash music but uh so you're gonna bring people up on stage that you're gonna write sketches yourself perform your solo stuff yeah i guests. perform uh do you know davy johnson i don't know uh he uh he's a really funny comedian he does a lot with the tomorrow show at the steve allen theater so davy and i are gonna do some bits and i'll do some songs and I do a show at the Steve Allen Theater um, called Playing with Makuchi. I've been doing it since 2008. So Jesus. it's going to be like der- derivative of that, but a little different so, yeah. for the troubadour. And then when you paint, so when you're, when you're painting, do you have a separate spot? Do you do it at your house? I'm super stoked because we just moved, but I'm setting up an art studio and I cannot wait to have an art studio. Totally separate or like connected to the house? Separate. Like, yeah. Some other place. It, yeah. That's, oh, no. In the, within the house, but like the a, house. in the garage area. Yeah. Oh, that's so great. I'm so stoked. Yeah. So how do you balance all your time? Because that's such a thing when you're like, your life is like, uh, what, do you wake up early in the morning? Which is probably great. You don't, you don't drink very often. Yeah, but, you really uh, don't. <laughs> Do you wake up super early and how, and like do you meditate? Do you find a balance? Like you know, I don't really, I don't do that. I mean, it's funny. I've been waking up. Well, I just got a puppy, a dog. Well, she's two, so she's not a puppy, but she looks like a puppy. I know. And, um, exclusive. I know. Puppy. This all just happened last week. A puppy, a <laughs> so, puppy exclusive. <laughs> and uh, so I've been getting up early just to make sure she's okay because I'm like, is she alive? You know, it's. Uh, yeah. Oh, wait, so Ricky was good training for having a serious, like, romantic relationship, yeah. learning how to communicate people. And people. this dog. Dog is, who, you know. Yeah, you like, see where uh, I'm going. Yeah, with I see this. where you're going yeah. with this. Very cool. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but I've been getting up early. I'm not, I'm not a morning person. 
person. But um, but I, I think I just kind of jump around. Like with when the art show gets closer, I'll be focused on that for mm. a few weeks. At you know, like that'll be my main thing. Um, and then yeah, and I, I do. So there's that, and then and I like to write music, and then I also um, I just I, I I like jumping. I. I thrive when I can go from one to the other to the other. Yeah. If I had to do one thing all day long, I can totally do that and dive into it and it's awesome. But the way things are in LA when I'm here, it's sort of hard to because there's always like little things that pop up. I do a lot of voiceover too, so oh, you that's do. a lot of fun. But I but it, that's like running around a lot too. Weren't you Velma and Scooby? I am, do? yeah. Wait, when does that come out? Um well the season I was in I was Velma and Be Cool Scooby Doo. Uh, that is now ended, but we have oh man, what is it called? There's a really really cool Lego Scooby Doo beach beach party something or other coming out in July, and it looks so awesome. What? And I sing a song as Velma, and it's great. That's um, incredible. But yeah, and then I the new Ducktales is coming out in July or August, sorry, um, and that's going to be on Disney XD. And I'm Webigail. You're Webigail, and are your voices like dramatically different? No. They're just pretty much your voice. You just you just naturally had a cartoon voice. I guess. Well, yeah. you you look like a cartoon character. <laughs> I feel like I look like a cartoon character. I think yeah, it's I a, think we both do. It's our eyes. A, yeah, I think it's a great thing. Um, so do you ever get stressed out? I just like to. Yeah, you do totally because like within juggling everything, it's sort of sometimes really stressful figuring out how to manage my day. Yeah. yeah. Well, so how do you you don't meditate? I know no, ta- I talks can't. About I, said, I, I haven't in a bit. I like I go in waves, but I um. I was raised Catholic, but then um, I I babysat for family that were Nietzschean Buddhists, and so I I started doing that with them ten, ten years ago, twelve years ago. So I like I sometimes will do that when I really need it because it is a, like a form of meditation. Yeah, Thera- I, therapy. Uh, I have to go back. Oh yeah, me too. I haven't been in a while. I took a break because I was like too busy with all this stuff, and then I thought, I, know. I thought I'll figure it out. I found myself canceling three times in a row, yeah. and then I just didn't go back. Me too. I just thought, you know what? I can't. I I'm good. Yeah. I don't need to reflect on me. I'm too busy doing stuff. Yeah. Okay. I don't have time to reflect. I it's weird. I I usually end up going to therapy when I'm in a in a relationship when it starts to feel weird. That's like when I'm like, oh shoot, I gotta go to therapy. Yeah. Um, but that's probably the wrong way to look at it. It's probably better to keep consistently going. But, um, but yeah, I, I believe in it though. I do believe in it. Yeah. Oh my goodness. No drugs, psychedelics, anything we need to touch on? None no, I'm pretty boring that way. Boring. Yeah. Boring. <laughs> <laughs> I well, really am. But you know, it's like, this is going to sound, I, I'm going to. eating I, strips real quick. Sorry. Do it. Like, like potato chips. Delicious. <laughs> okay. Um, I just like get I get so happy from like just making things like yeah. that's my high you know and so I don't know I don't really I don't that sounds like really like I'm a lame person no, at the party. This but. is this is the way to be. I think, yeah I think this is incredible. So <laughs> I mean what else what do we not touch on? I don't on? know. Did we, we have questions? I saw you tweeted. Oh I know and then you retweeted. I know I've had to put my phone away after oh, it yeah. already after it already beeped. Let's you, look. Oh wow. Oh my god. Look I'm getting texts. Everybody you can't see this. I got some texts. Very cool. Very, very cool. Did anybody respond to you? What if the world doesn't want to ask questions, these idiots? I mean, these wonderful people who are just living their lives. Um, I'm now just reading all these texts, too. Oh, yeah. Well, isn't it cool to have texts sometimes? It is nice. I love that we just took, we both were on, like, we're making a podcast, and we just got really quiet to look at our phones. And we were like, oh, Davey texted me. I just talked about him. Um, uh, who's Davey? Oh, Davey, the guy. At yeah. The, oh, yeah. Oh, here. Any more Garfunkel and Oats on the horizon? Oh, love just, it so much. We just talked about that. Thank you. And yes, at some point. Not sure when, where that horizon is, but we're working on it. Thank you, Duran, Gen- Duran, generally. You know what? 
at Grimorian 219. These handles are ridiculous. People's handles, you guys need to get a fucking handle on your handles. This is just okay. too much. Okay, Here. what's going on? Did she find the ukulele or did the ukulele find her? And what is the answer to that? Dingo the Fraggle wonders. Oh, is yes. That- I, yeah, did she, I, I was just looking at that. And then also, please ask about her artwork, drawings, cartoons, other work like that. How did she get into voiceover work? All right, yeah. Steven oh, Steven Universe. Steven Universe. Oh, such a good show. I play Sadie. I, so Sadie's a recurring character who works at the donut shop, but that show is so special. If you haven't had a chance to check out Steven Universe, it's it's all on iTunes, and it's amazing. Who did, who made that? Who Rebecca Sugar. She's this awesome woman. She's, like, she's so cool. Um yeah, she just has such a specific voice, and she writes the songs for the show, too, and they're they're amazing. Actually, the uh, soundtrack just came out on iTunes a little bit ago, and it's it's awesome. You are such an even-keel, happy person. Is, <laughs> is, this, is this the truth? Because you, you always seem upbeat. You're always kind. You know everybody. Everybody, like, we have so many mutual friends. We have like, a lot of mutual friends, So many we? mutual friends, and you're always just, like, bubbly, and it's like, is that just you? Is it, like, you're just, I know you're... Yeah, I mean, like, I'm... I mean, for the most part, like, I definitely have my moments of not being happy or being down, like, but that's pretty normal, I think, for just being a person. But you're you're so graceful. You're so kind and thoughtful and graceful. And the energy, you you walk into a room and it's like, so I I see you sometimes when I'm like, I got to get my shit together. Because because usually you run into me because we have the mutual friend also, Ileana Douglas. Can we just say how great Ileana is? How? Great is Ileana Douglas. How do we know her? Because we look like we could be related yeah, to her. Yeah, we definitely look like we could be related. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and we went to that one party. At, at her house. At her house. Jeff yeah. Gold. Is it Goldblum or Goldblum? Bloom, I think. I say Bloom, too. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Goldblum. What a playing fox. Playing piano. Playing yeah. piano. I was dating that other that guy I met on Raya. I remember that. I know. I dated him for like three months. He was very handsome. But you know what? What? Not for me. Okay. There you go. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, I should have stayed and watched Jeff Goldblum play piano. He was really that the guy you were dating uh, was like almost like so he was so classically handsome. It's like, is this guy real? Yeah, and then I was like, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> well, good. <laughs> then you got it. That's the right thing. Oh man. Oh, wait, are there other person? questions? Yes. Uh, ooh, he worked with Rick. Wait, what? There's like a two parter. Wait, somebody. Uh, you know what? I don't know. It's the Ricky. He worked with Ricky on the last house on the left, and her boyfriend and fellow bad guy, and with Kate in Raising Hope. Oh, Garrett Dillahunt. Oh, who's Garrett that? played. Um, yeah, he was a bad guy with Ricky in Last House on the Left, and then he played the dad in Raising Hope. He's he's like this a crazy versatile versatile actor. He can do everything. He's so good that he was on. Um, oh gosh, what was the western show? Oh, Deadwood. Deadwood. He has two different characters. Oh, really? Yeah, he's amazing. Um, okay. Well, I don't think I have any more tweets. That's it. Those, oh those my, are all the those tweets. Those are pretty we got. boring. Do you, do you guys not know we have Kate McCucci on the show today? Who the hell do you think you are, you guys? Oh man, <laughs> I'm looking to see. Yeah, that's all the Anything questions we good? had. Anything good? What a bunch of bogus questions. I can talk shit about the audience, and then you remain you remain lovable, Kate. You remain likable. And I will be the monster. Um, I feel like if Matthew Gay, if there's Matthew Gray Goobler, you, me, Ileana Douglas, that would round out a really great family. <laughs> I think so too. Just be like, yeah, that could be incredible. We all have big eyes. How did you meet Ileana? I was like, I've been in like four movies with her. These yeah, bizarre wow. movies that I think like went straight to VOD yeah. or something bizarre. And uh, mutual friends. I think we met through, yeah, mutual yeah. musician friend of ours and... But now we'll be talking on the phone for hours, and I she's love her. She's so great. She's such a... How did you guys meet? We met 
Originally at the Independent Spirit Awards, yeah, um, Ricky and I were we did a song uh, we performed there, and she was there, and then she asked me to be in her uh, web series for IKEA, and oh. that was really fun. And was that in Sweden? No, I think they shot some of it in Sweden. We yeah. shot in the Burbank IKEA. Yeah, um, and then after that, we just became friends, and then later we did a movie together. What movie? Um, it's called Unleashed. It comes out in August. Oh, it hasn't even come out yet. No, it's really sweet. It's I play a girl who's unlucky in love. And um, I look at my dog and my cat, and I'm like, I wish I could find a guy as great as you two. And then on a full moon, the dog and the cat run away, and they turn into hot men, and they fight over me. It's a great movie. It's really sweet. I can't even handle this right now. What? Is Ileana? Who is she? Ileana plays my boss. Like, everyone's intimidated by her, but she has a... Her own stuff going on. She like what? Does I'll one, let you see the movie. Does, <laughs> the, does the cat or the dog end up with Ileana? Uh, no, they but they you? do bond. They definitely bond. I just found out uh, this woman I know. Turns out she made a, a a ton of money in the talking dog and cat movie industry, which I didn't, wow. which I didn't even know existed. Was she like a voice or something? I think she just produced these movies that were dubbed with cats and dogs talking, and people love them. And I thought. That is insane. Um, I just, um, about a year ago, it just aired like a week ago, which is why, why it's on my mind because I, I watched it. Um, I had my friends come over and offered them any kind of pot they wanted. Um, oh, do you smoke pot? I don't, but I have it That's for nice. What like, a nice person. Um, but uh, I mean, I, I once in a while I do, but it's very rare. I don't like it. But, um, but I don't mind you having it. Thanks. I but like I really, it's, like, it's like I don't, I like, I dabble in it a few times a year. I yeah. don't know. I'm like, I really don't smoke it. But I, I, I got my friends stoned if they wanted to. And then we watched, um, I, I'm in an episode of Mutton Stuff, which is this dog and uh, dog show on Nickelodeon where it's um, like some giant, like furry dogs that are like people in the fur, fur dog costumes and then actual dogs and then Caesar Milan's son. And I played um, Sparkle Pop, the Chew Toy Fairy, and it is, like, the most amazing – like, I got to act with all of these amazing dogs. And there's this one dog named Jumpy, and he can – oh, you should check out Jumpy. Jumpy! I've you know seen Jumpy? Jumpy. Jumpy was in Ty West's movie. Oh, okay. Jumpy, yeah. I've actually been to – hold on one second. Let me just – it's hard for me to get this out. Jumpy was actually at a Q&A for a Ty West movie called, like, In in a Land of Violence or In the Land of – I don't know what the name of the movie is, but Jumpy was at the Q&A – Jumping up a storm. He's so smart. He's a smart dog. That this jumping. dog can use the toilet and then flush it. I saw a video. It's real. I can't. Never did I thought I would have a moment where I'm talking about Jumpy to you. And we're both like, oh, you know Jumpy? Yeah. yeah, yeah you know Jumpy. Jumpy. Yeah, he's cool. Jumpy. Totally, he's real totally. cool. <laughs> this is the wonder of a podcast. You never yeah. know where a tangential journey is going to take you. I know. Holy shit. So wait. And then you got your friend Stone and you watched that movie? Yeah, uh, it's a TV show, but it's it's really, it's a really great, I mean, it's like a show for kids, but it's really fun and like bright and the songs and, are great and the dogs are great. Um, but uh, but yeah, I was, I got to play, uh, I got to act with a bunch of very awesome dogs, including Jumpy. But wait, what is that, but, but your friends got Stone and watched this? Yeah, and it that was, was, that was the it. way for them to watch it because oh we God. had such a good time. Oh man, yeah. you've never done Mushrooms? One time. Yeah. It was awesome. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. I loved it. Oh, man. Yeah, I did them too, and I uh, I don't think I have to do them again. Not for a while. Yeah, I would, do it. I would do it again, but yeah. I'm not like, you know, I don't... Yeah. You're living your own psychedelic life. <laughs> You're like making, you know, movies, I mean, TV shows with Jumpy and having psychedelic experiences uh, in the roles you're you're playing. That's or, true. Or among, amongst the, the whatever. Yeah, there may be some drug-related things happening in the little hours. 
Um, so just that's a hint. Um, is your I also wrote this down stoned if they wanted to. Yeah, I thought I'm that not was a nice pressure phrase. anyone to get stoned. Oh, I know. Like, I just like that phrase. That's oh, a yeah. good name for a book. Stoned if they wanted to. <laughs> it's like a beautiful book. Um, is your uh, oh by the way I do want to say you guys I apologize. I want to take back the fact that I said I don't like pot. It's not cool. It's not the greatest stance. I want to be cool. I want to yeah. be with. I want to be with it. I want to be in. I really believe that it's just so different for everyone. Like, just it's all chemical and how your body reacts to it. And I don't really do well with yeah, it. Yeah, me neither. Um, but some people really thrive on it and, and are able to be creative and able to function. I can't function when I'm on it. So yeah, me I'm just done. I'm, like, stuck inside myself. Oh, yeah, yeah. when I did being dug with high, I was just like, all right, I'm going to be trapped in my body now. I will yeah. be over here and, uh, yeah, in front of cameras. I this once is... got accidentally hotboxed at UCB in, uh, this is years ago, like 10, no, whenever Ricky and I first started. And we were dressed up like Art Garfunkel and John Oates as like it was like a costume kind of show or something. Yeah. So I had a mustache and a big fro and Ricky had a big blonde fro and I got super stoned by just being around a bunch of comedians in a small room yeah, uh, and then went, went on stage and we were doing a duet. So it was like back and forth, back and forth. And Ricky starts, then it gets to me and I just started laughing. I couldn't get one word out. No. I was just, and I look at Ricky and she's dressed like Art Garfunkel. No! So I'm like, I, I start like crying laughing and she's going like, oh no, oh no. We had to call it. I couldn't do it. No. Couldn't do the songs. I mean, thankfully it was a short set. So it wasn't like we were like, you know, but it was mortifying and i was like oh no oh no and i drove home and it felt like three hours to drive 10 minutes and you then, drove i because i didn't quite know what was going on <sighs> yeah, you know yeah, and yeah. like and i got home safe thank god like because oh. i do think like being still like you're still it felt like drunk driving it's yes. le- i think it's less scary than drunk driving because you're moving scary real slow. for sure yeah. and i shouldn't have done it but yeah, i didn't yeah. i didn't really realize what was happening you it's know like, like 10 years ago everything yeah fine. yeah yeah and um and then i woke up at like three in the morning like one of those like oh my god that happened yeah. i can't believe i got accidentally stoned and played a show and couldn't do it she didn't just sing her part of it she, just tried. Like, she tried Try, it was i really it was we did the best we could under yeah. the circumstances well then was that was awful. an opportunity, opportunity to learn your lesson that you yeah. don't uh, you got to stay away from pot i'm i'm always terrified of contacts contact highs but then i'll mention that and people will be like ugh what a what a goof! What a nerd! But uh, it's true. I do get contact highs. You I do, guess. yeah. It's um, possible. Is your is your guy an artist? He yeah, he's a music music guy. Music guy, that's so, great. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. because I mean, I do a lot of music. Nothing on the level of what he does, but um, we understand each Don't other. Don't diminish yourself. Well, I'm, don't you dare diminish yourself. That's his main yourself. thing. Oh I should God. say. All Thank right. you for saying that. Okay. That's his main gig. Music is like one of my things, yeah. you know. Um, but right. you know I'm, what I'm saying. You are thriving and flourishing. You are well, a goddess, you. A no, master we, of all that you no. do. It's true. But um, but it's nice because we get each other's uh, unpredictable schedules and everything else is like you know just that's I think a really hard thing for I don't know if you've had this with dating where guys who don't understand like oh shoot i just i just got an audition it's 7 p.m i have to go learn my lines i'm sorry i can't go out with you yeah like it's that stuff gets in the way all the time that's what i'm saying so i don't like yeah i need a creative person or somebody who gets that because if they're like wait what but we have plans yeah and they get and it's like you need somebody else who's in the similar you know who gets that but uh and also if you're writing like i like to write and if i'm in a zone you gotta keep going you gotta keep going and it's like and yeah, my life is freelance. I'm doing this. I'm doing a million different things under the same umbrella. Yeah. You need somebody who's not going to give you a guilt trip. So I tried to date a normal, a person who wasn't creative, which I think is what I was doing. I mean, whatever. When I when I when Jeff Goldblum was playing piano and I was like, okay, I'm going to duck out on this, even though I had a nice night. That was a yeah. good night. I, I stayed long enough at Deliana's 
You did. Thing. You said for a good yeah. I, I listened to a few songs. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. I didn't miss out on anything. Um, but yeah, I just remember uh, he was a normal. He was just like more not creative minded, and so that was difficult for me. Yeah. Um, but man, would you guys write music together? Um. Well, so far we just wrote one song for the dog, but it's really, really short because for the do- your new dog, yeah. But that's just like around the house. We haven't had her. We we would. That's I don't know. I don't know that we would actually sit together and write a song together. But it's great. It's kind of nice to keep things separate in a way. But um, yeah, but, but that's you know, fun. Songs just happen. You know, you they just, just happen. So and the dog, we, when we got her, she was very scared because um, she she came. She was a rescue, so she was like a little nervous, and yeah. she wasn't eating, and so um, we wrote a little song to try to get her to eat. I love that. I don't think she cared one bit. <laughs> oh, I, I like the fact that, like, yeah, anytime you can do anything creative with a person you're with or something like that, or just like speak the same language and yeah, make something together. That's like that's I love that. That's my yeah. favorite. I um, drew him a cartoon with me and my missing teeth and bloody mouth as a thank you. <laughs> and he loved it. And he put it on the fridge. No, but it, it is. It's it's up, but it's not on the fridge. But yeah. yeah. I yeah, I was like, thanks for taking care of me. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm so happy for you. So you have thanks. Okay. Flourishing relationship, living with this person who loves you, who adores you, which makes so much sense. It's, well, uh, you deserve that, and that's fantastic. Thank you. Art shows around the corner. Yep, December first. We got all the info. Uh, Troubadour. Troubadour. July twenty. Oh, something. Check that phone. With okay. Rhett Miller, and he's just one of my favorites. So I'm super stoked about that. Um, Rhett Miller from the old 97s. If you don't know his solo music, too, it's awesome. Um, when is it? I know. I'll find out, and I can tell you. Um, July 29th, Jul- Saturday. July 29th. At the Troubadour. Saturday at the Troubadour. Uh, be there if you know it's what. Also, Garfunkel and Oates special on Netflix. Yep. DuckTales this summer. DuckTales this summer. The Little Hours. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Very exciting. And uh, don't think twice. Available on iTunes. Yeah, it's available on iTunes. <laughs> and all the stuff. Just look her up. You can find all our stuff. So uh, thank you for being on the podcast. Thanks for having me. Oh and I'm, I'm so happy you had a good night. I had a great night. I want to find out more once we turn the mic on. I'll tell you everything. Yeah, okay. okay. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Bye. Now leaving Nerdist.com. 